three, two, one. We are. Are we going? We're going. <laughs> we are podcasting in the closet with the Runyons. We are. And today we're joined by um, Ange Vitko's TikTok live. Ooh. So we're TikTok live too. I like to do that sometimes because I like the viewers on my TikTok live to be able to tune, um, chime in chime in um and add to the podcast um so i think and we get to censor them if they're stupid (laughs) right we're not gonna mention all right so we're gonna gonna, we're gonna pick up back uh, um this is gonna be part two of i don't know how many parts this is gonna be but it's the 10 things according to psychology today that your relationship needs to thrive we went over the first three in The first part of this real quick. I'm not going to go into detail, but just in case you missed the first part of this podcast that we put up, I don't know, last week. Number one is kind, constant and honest communication. Obviously, two is the willingness to work through difficulties and disagreements again, obviously. And three, maybe not as obvious, a sense of humor, some fun and a bit of distraction from the rigors of daily life. You say obvious on the first two, but it's not obvious because so many relationships fail because of those. True. We're not going to get into the details. We've already discussed all three of those in part one of this uh, little series. So we're just going to pick up with number four. The fourth thing that you need for your relationship to thrive is sharing life lessons with the other, with the one you love. When you discover something about life or make a self-correcting move that is healthy for your relationship, let your partner know. You'll be surprised by the positive response. And I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I totally agree too. Are you? <laughs> I would say <laughs> that it's great because it's like you come home and you're like, look, I almost bang this person but I didn't and that's a positive move in our relationship because I made a good choice no I don't think that is at all what number four is trying to say okay at all so number four what what's it saying again oh my gosh what's it share life lessons with the one you love I like this I like so you shouldn't I, I saw something on this the other day it was really good it was about um I, I got to show it to you. I saved it. It was really good. But it was about when your partner, what's very what's very good for your relationship and what's critical is when you're interested in your partner's interests, you don't have to want to do them. If you take up rollerblading, I don't necessarily have an interest or want to start rollerblading. Well, but dang it. I'm going to get excited for you telling me about the no, new No, you're not. If I walked in the door right now and said, Jeff... I think I'm going to pick up rollerblading. The first thing you would do is laugh. Okay, okay. Off. Bad example. Bad example. Let's <laughs> say, bad example. Rollerblading, I would make fun of you, and I wouldn't want to hear about how you change your wheels out as much. But Your I what out? Your what out? Wheels. Wheels? Wheels. Wheels. He said wheels. Mm-hmm. Like will. Like I'm a- hey, listen. That's how you do a relationship. You just, when somebody, you just. That's how you do it. No, I mean I understand what you're saying. You, you. It's you, more like the, the like you get into real estate. It's it's not even it's you want to hear that you're interested. You're excited for your partner to be excited about something. I know, but there's some things I just can't be excited about with you, like basketball. No, you're not going to. You're very you're very hateful towards me. 
No, I'm not hateful towards you. I'm hateful towards basketball. I hate it. Well, I, I think that's basketball. another thing that makes your relationship thrive. You don't have to like the same thing. Oh, I don't want you to like and it. And you can be okay with it. You I, know what I'm saying? You don't have to like it. I no. think what number four is saying is more like what I just started doing like um, a couple of weeks ago. Now, y'all may not be, um, you all may not have the same religious beliefs I, I, I do and that's 100% fine. I'm not here to debate religion. I'm not here to discuss religion. Um, so my TikTok people don't go, don't get started. Okay. But uh, two weeks ago, I started praying regularly. Um, I believe in prayer. I believe in God. And I got away from that for a long time, not because I was trying to rebel or because I was trying to be a certain type of way, but just, I, I don't know. I just didn't think about it. You backslid. Um, <laughs> I don't need a sermon. I'm just saying. I start, I got out of a habit because I, did I just too. didn't think about it. Yeah. And I, I w- I've been under so much pressure and so much anxiety and so much crap that I just one morning decided I'm going to wake up earlier and I'm just going to start praying. And I even downloaded a devotional on my phone. Who am I? And I started praying more. And I told, I'm not going to go into detail that. It has helped. My anxiety has been way better. I've been able to deal with situations way better than I have been able to before. I've been in a way better mood. Um, So for me, it's helping. It is what it is for you. That's not the point. My point is I started doing that and I shared it with you and you got excited about it. I did. Whether you started doing it or not or whatever, it's something that I started doing and I shared it with you. I think that's kind of what it's saying. I like Sharing life lessons with the one you love. That's exactly what I was saying, but I didn't say it right because I used rollerblades instead of Jesus. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm some holy roller. No, no. No, you're I'm not. Just, I get it. And that's a great example because I did get excited for you. And I think it's a very productive thing for your life. And it's something I've got away from, too. And I thought, gosh, I got to I got to get on board with that. What you're really saying is, dear God, whatever will help you be in a better mood, please do it. No, no, no. I'm just saying it helped you in a lot of ways. It helps you to, to relax a little more and not get overwhelmed. Be so grouchy. So it, you gave it away to some, some to a higher power. Right? Luella on my TikTok says rollerblades for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love TikTok, y'all. That's why yes. I love TikTok. No, but I mean, no matter what your religion is or not, whatever it is, a lot of people are spiritual. They're not religious. That's kind of me. Um, do I go to church every Sunday? No. I mean, I don't. Did I used to? Yeah. But I mean, I'm not um, a religious person, but I am a spiritual person. And spirituality can be in any any way, shape. Oh, gosh, I'm going to sound like Jim Justice. It, it can be in so many different ways. So what I'm saying is get back to whatever that is for you and it might help. But that's an example of number four. Can we move on? Yeah. Because before I get kicked off of TikTok. Um, for that was my longest ban is when I talked about Jesus. I know, right? Yeah. Can you believe you can get banned for that? Okay, so number five is emotional support. Oh, this emotional is a big damage. one. This is a big one. Validation. Ah. Y'all know that's big for me. And compliments. If you don't feel that your partner likes and respects you, there will not be a strong connection. True. You have to lift each other up and let each other know the depth of your caring. I could not agree with that more. I agree. We had a whole podcast on validation. Poor Michael, our friend, I did a mic drop on him. It got heated because I am a huge advocate for... Validating people's feelings, whether you think compliments to they're right or not, right? Um, Because I mean, it takes effort. It's not easy. Because when you're in a relationship and you're committed, you think they know. 
Right, and you don't always. But it doesn't matter if they know. It still feels good to hear it from your partner. Oh, sure it does. I mean, there's right. all those, There's all. and Brooke and I were talking about this in the car the other day, like all the love languages. And she was talking about how um, hers is, I forget, I forget the specific way they're worded, but basically was, um, what is it, affirmation? Like, oh, like, you know, basically giving you a compliment right. or... Um, what, I don't forget. Anyway, just say, she was like, just saying like, if he would just say, or he, I guess he did say, I really think you look cute today. That can take you all day long. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's like if I would look at you language. and say, um, if I would look at you and say, you look hot today, Jeff, that would take you all day long. Yeah. It's my love language for sure. Right. Um, so I think that, that's huge. Is is along with validation. That, that'll do it too. <laughs> <laughs> along with validation, I think compliments are a big thing. And guess what? Both of those are completely free, and they cost you nothing in your relationship to give. Um, I'm true. not one that needs, and Jeff's not either. I feel like I'm not. A, I don't need gifts. I don't need you to buy me anything. I'll, however. Oh my gosh. However, Flower Friday is nice. Like we just came in from dinner tonight. Um, I've been working all evening and then we went to dinner and I came home and there was my, I forgot. It was Friday until I walked in and I was like, oh my gosh, it's my flower. So it's Friday flowers. I mean, it's a big deal. Like I do like that. Yeah, and we fun. talked about that in the podcast before about I don't expect it and I wouldn't be mad if you forgot, but it is kind of a nice thing. Um, and compliments and emotional support too yes. is huge. Yes. You know, if you want your relationship to thrive, you have to give each other emotional support and it has to go both ways. Yeah, absolutely. Because generally if it's, if generally, if it's a man woman relationship, I'm just saying generally, so don't jump down my throat, TikTok. Um, women are generally a little bit more emotional. Um, but guys have emotions too. And I think a lot of us women sometimes um, kind of put that on the back burner and don't really think about it. It's not intentional. I know George on here on TikTok says Jeff looks bored. He always looks bored in podcasts and he, and he yawns a lot, just like he does on his lives. It's because I run my mouth. Listen. I'm not bored. I'm just hanging out, contributing to the podcast. I got so much, so much great stuff up here. Listen, George, just stay tuned because the next point being number six, he'll have plenty to say. Don't worry. Uh -huh. But no, I, I think that I sometimes I forget about emotionally supporting you because I feel like you have it all together because you're the dude. And that's very sexist of me. It is. And but I, I do have it all together, by the way. Um, that's what we do. We say we do, even when we don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I do Great, man. <laughs> yeah. I do check in on you periodically to see if you're fine, see if you're okay. And I expect you to tell me if you're not. You do. So. It's very nice. But anyway, so emotional support, validation, and compliments. We are ahead. Like I said, we had a whole podcast on validation. If you want to listen to it, it's a few back. Um, it's kind of important to me. Okay, well, the moment that Jeff's been waiting for. Do you need validated for something right no, now? No, I don't need I'm validated. Missing? I don't. No, I don't. I'm good right now. All right. The moment that Jeff has been waiting for. Why would you say that? Let me finish. Is it about romance? Is number six. Is it about validation? <laughs> they should not. Um, I don't think they should 
lump all these in together in one because I think they're very different. Number six, love, intimacy, intimacy, romance, and sex. Sex needs to be one by itself. These are the cornerstones of a loving relationship. Being great roommates just won't cut it. There has to be the desire to be together as a couple. You may think the spark has gone, but there are too many ways to rekindle it. All you have to do is try. Why did you hit your microphone on your hand? I was trying to make a pounding sound. Oh, my gosh. I think they need to put intimacy and sex into one and pull out romance and put it into another one altogether. But I didn't write the article. Psychology Today did. Psychology. (laughs) Never heard you say that before. (laughs) Psychology Today did. Jay Mega said thumb wrestling. That's pretty funny. Thumb wrestling, yes. So, yeah. I mean, it's all very important. And a lot of those things including romance and sex, get pushed to the side, get put on the back burner when life gets a little crazy. They do. And you know what? For romance, for sex, for all that stuff. And that's, I saw that not long ago. I forgot about it. But it was, these things aren't things that are, I think it's like, that's the whole thing about falling in love and relationships is people think it should just be something that happens because you're in love, right? But that's not true. It's not when the mood strikes. It's not when you when the mood strikes. That if you're waiting on the mood, that's not going to work. Well, and people in 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 the moods there sometimes. But the thing is, when you live a hectic life with kids or with 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 whatever you're going through, you could be fighting a disease. You could be fighting whatever the stress is. You could have problems with your kids. But the the thing is, is it it can't be thought of of something that well. If I'm in the mood, I'll do it because right. it, it's not, it's got to be something that is a part of your relationship. Yeah. I think that you're more in the mood maybe when you first get married, if you don't, ha- I mean, some people get married and there's already kids involved. I'm not saying that, but traditionally, not even traditionally, but if you get married and there's no kids and it's just you two, it's, it's a lot, it happens a lot more. You're in the mood you a lot You can't more. say shit in 2022. I know I'm protecting. I'm like, I can't say that. I can't say that. Oh my God. I can't say anything. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, it's, it's, I know what you mean. As you go on in life and you grow in life and you have kids and then, you know, you get these big jobs and then you get a house and then you get all this stuff and then you start stressing. Sometimes the stress and the life and the busyness of it all, at the end of the day, (laughs) I'm not really all the time in the mood. You know what I mean? Well, that's the point is you've got to figure out how to get in the mood. And that's what I think. Right. That's what I think people have a problem with. It's like if you have to figure out how to get in the mood, then you're not right for me or there's something wrong with us. That's not true. I don't think that's true at all. But I think people think that. Oh, I think people think that I think too. People think, well, it's fine. I don't want to do it with you because you don't. You're not in the mood. Like right. you don't want to. Do. No, let's get in the mood. Like let's do what it takes. Yeah, you, of course you're not in the freaking mood. I mean, right. look at the day. That doesn't mean you're not attracted to the person. That doesn't mean that you don't have it for the person anymore. And I think that's where a lot of people pull the plug on their relationship. It's just like, well, I'm right. just never wanting to have sex, so therefore. Um, you must not be right for me. And that's not, I don't think that's true at all. It could be true. It could be true. It could be true. But the excitement's going to come, I think you work it because the excitement's going to come with a new relationship, right? That excitement for the physical, it's going to be there and it's going to be there for the honeymoon phase. And that's usually two to four years. Right. So great. Bang it out. Have your fun for two years. And then you got to get real life involved again. And you know, Mm -hmm. you can, you can keep on going with that cycle. If you say that because we're not having sex, we fell out of love or no. And we can say this stuff because we've been in a relationship for 30 plus years 
and we've been through the ups and downs. So we know that, yeah, you can't freak out over a dry spell. Right. Right. And some people do. And, and you know what? And maybe, maybe it is, maybe that's what it means for some couples. But I think a lot of couples are going to go through dry spells and are going to go through times where the intimacy is not there. The, you know, the, the, the sexual part of it's not there. The romantic part of it's not there. Um, something about it's not there, but does that mean you turn and run? No, I really don't think that it does. I mean, especially if you've been invested in this relationship and you know, like we were watching that show, like we told you guys, love is blind. Now there was a, there was a, um, couple on that show. I'm not going to preface the whole thing. Look it up. If you're not sure what the show is about, they basically started dating and got engaged before they even realized what each other looked like. And then they saw each other had time in Mexico together to, you know, hook up. I mean, whatever. And this one couple couldn't do it. I mean, she was not, they didn't have sex and, and she just said it wasn't, she, she was emotionally attracted to him, but she wasn't physically attracted to him. And I think you have to have both. I think you can't, you can be emotionally connected with somebody that's called a friend. Um, and then you can be, you, you can be sexually and not emotionally. And that's called a, what is that called? It's Side called, piece? It's, it's, no, <laughs> it's a friends with benefits. Okay, maybe. And then I just think you need to have both um, in order for it to work. But there are going to be times when one or the other is dry. You know, maybe, maybe. But here's the deal. When it is, when there's a problem, what's the number one thing in a relationship? The number communication. One point, you have to go back to communicating. Because you got to go back happens, to point number one. What happens if you have a problem and you, you tuck it away? Resentment build. Oh, Problems totally, build. You totally. start looking Maybe you start looking somewhere else. Maybe you start paying attention to other things. Maybe you get, I mean, it's not good to not communicate. That's where right. relationships fall apart. You've got to communicate. Right. And I, and I agree with Jeff. I think you need to do things to spice up your relationship, whatever that means for you and the level of relationship that you're in. Nobody's going to judge you for nothing when you do it behind the closed doors in the privacy of your own home. Um, everything's world. legal like I mean, that's what hefe says <laughs> have okay. at it everything's legal whatever you do to get your rocks off get them off he did not just say that i did you did not just say that did you i think was there something wrong with what i, said? I mean it's kind of like who says that <laughs> i do <laughs> bring it back baby okay we're moving on to number seven sharing goals and dreams that resonate with both of you we are happier when we are working toward a goal than when uh, than when we ach- we have achieved one. Make sure you always have something to look forward to. That makes sense. And that you are pursuing it as a couple, which for me is getting the heck out of here and moving to the beach eventually. <laughs> I'm still uh, on that. I haven't forgotten about you it. You like the beach. Um. You like the beach too. What are you talking I about? I love the beach. Right. So I feel like we do have that goal of we one day. Look now at I us. think we, but we can, with the line is blurred a little bit on when that's going to happen. I'm starting to accept the fact that it's going to be a little bit longer right. of a goal than shorter of a goal, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But we do, I mean, sharing goals and dreams. I mean, we, but Jeff and I have a lot of similar goals, so it kind of makes it easy um, as far as like fitness, um, as far as house, as far as job. I mean, we uh, uh, luckily, yeah. we share a lot of that, so it's not really hard for us. We've been very fortunate to be very supportive of each other in our entire relationship. Yeah, but we I mean. We never, ever really hold each other back. 
No, but there are, I feel like there are couples out there that have totally like maybe different goals than the oh, other sure, and it would make sure. it really hard to like support the other. Cause like imagine, I mean, just for instance, let's just go down the fitness route. Like if it was a goal of mine to be fit, be in shape, eat healthy, but that just wasn't your goal. How much harder it would make it for me. You know what I mean? Or, you know, if your goal was to, you know, work hard to move or something and make money and I just wasn't in I don't care if we make money or not you know what I mean and it just makes it a lot harder if your goals aren't aligned they don't have to be exactly the same but like aligned enough to be able to work together for those goals but I don't know I feel like that's like a a, um, a given yeah in this list okay let's move to number eight. eight okay this is a big one compassion acceptance and forgiveness it's huge these will show you the way through a difficult time. If you are together for a while, which Jeff and I have been, there will be losses, yep. challenges, yep. and some things that you just can't fix. Weathering the storms together is a big part of re- what relationships are all about. Listen. Listen. No relationship is perfect. Everybody has been through challenges and mm-hmm. even the relationships that you look at and you think that are, have it all together, they don't. Um, Jeff and I have had things in our relationship that could be deal breakers. Absolutely. Um, for a lot of people, but they weren't for us. And that's where this is coming from. Compassion, acceptance, and forgiveness. If you can't forgive your significant other for X, Y, and Z, I don't know. I mean... I don't know where that relationship would go. I don't either. I think it's important that, of course, that's assuming that's assuming the other person wants forgiveness. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I've always believed that. I'm like, if somebody makes a mistake, you know how large is it? If they're seriously remorseful and they come and they say, I'm, I want to fix this, it's very hard to not. When you're, when you're committed for life, to not say, okay, let's fix this, right? Right. It's when somebody's like, I'm not going to fix this. Right. And I'm sorry it hurt you. Those are different situations, and people go through those. Right. We fortunately, when both of us have made mistakes and have been called out on it or whatever it has been, we've both been remorseful, and we've both been pretty supportive in helping, you know, and forgiving and helping the other through it. Right. Even though it's not always easy, but you you realize if you do forgive and work through things, there's a there's a huge reward for that. Right, and just like we said in the first part of this podcast a week or so ago, um, forgiveness obviously doesn't mean you're not going to forget. But when you forgive somebody and you truly forgive somebody, you don't you don't keep bringing it back up. So that's kind of a big thing with me with forgiveness. Yeah, I said it before in the other podcast. Don't say you forgive me. If every time we have a disagreement, you bring that back up what I did or what you did or whatever the other person, whatever you can't do that. That's not truly forgiveness. I would much rather you, like I said before, just say I ha- I'm not at the point where I can forgive you yet. I love right. you. We can work things out. Like we can work towards things, but I cannot say the words I forgive you. Right. Please don't. And that goes for friendships. That goes for my kid. That goes for anybody that has to forgive me for something. Don't forgive me if you're not serious about it. But anyway, that's just that. Okay. Um, number nine. We're going to finish this up. What? There's still 
We got time. Oh, well, we're on number nine. A mutual desire to step outside the box. Oh, dear Lord, yes. The tried and true is good, but never they never attempted before may be better. Couples who share new experiences together develop a stronger bond, dear Lord. Have we gone outside the box mm. many times? I don't know if we told you all the story about when... <laughs> um, <laughs> I just said, don't bring things back up. <laughs> I'm only bringing this up as a story. I'm not bringing this up. But I'm Here not listening. No, I'm not. I'm not. What's, I'm not bringing it up in that type of this? way. I'm not bringing this up in that type of way. A while ago, a long time ago. What? what? I just said, oh. When we, when we moved to Georgia. Right. Okay. Way back in the day. It was like 2004 or something like that or five or whatever it was. Um, Jeff had his own insurance agency here. I worked for him part-time. I stayed home part-time with the kids. Life was great. And his dad put a tickle in his ear <laughs> that he wanted him to move to Atlanta. And he kind of threw that out there. Um, and I was like, we are. We're going to move. And he says to me, no, we're not. I, ha- I can't go for at least five years. I've got this insurance thing. And his business partner was sitting right there. Don't make me get him on the phone. I don't even know his number. I thought but we were bringing no, stuff I'm not, back No, I'm not bringing it up. up in that way. I'm not. I'm, I'm giving an example of thinking outside the box. I am. I'm giving an example. I thought this was like starting to hike. Or no, that's stuff not like outside that. the box. That's, that's, that's back that's to number two or three, like doing fun things th- together. That's not thinking outside the box. That's going hiking. I mean, that, ooh, that's not the box. Um, <laughs> well, how is this outside the box? It is because I'm trying to, which if you let me tell the freaking story. Can I tell the story? Yes. Okay. So he says, we can't. And he says in front of his coworker and his partner and everything. I kid you not a week later. And I'm not even joking you. It was probably a solid week later. I'm sitting at lunch at home on my day off with the girls minding my own business eating a plate of spaghetti. We really have to go here. And he comes in the door and comes upstairs and is like, I got to I got I got he says, I got to tell you something not talk to you about something, not throw something out there. I got to tell you something. And I was right. like, what is it? Did we buy a new car? <laughs> going on a trip? <laughs> yeah, and we were. Going we on were. A trip. <laughs> he was like, we're, he says, we're moving to Atlanta. I'm going to do this with my dad. And I was like, oh, bet. So I was upset at first. Um, I, I was. I called my mom and I said, you're going to have to come get the kids. Because I needed to say something. And so, of course, we had our disagreement, whatever. I think I threw my phone and broke it. Something like that. That was, like yeah, that. that was awesome. Um, I broke my phone. Threw Back it. when we couldn't even text. Long story short, I call, my dad called me and he told me to quit my crying and to go where my husband goes. Now, if you believe that or if you don't, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story was I did suck it up and I was like, okay, let's do this. And, and I came, we came together. Sure. Well, I did say, if you want to go to Atlanta, you're going to have to run over my body to get there. I did say that in the moment. <laughs> I think that okay, was, I think that's just, a, I think that was before I broke my phone. Yeah. That it was, it got heated for it a got minute. real heated. Sometimes, well, I, I made the kids leave. I, I, yeah, I had was, my mom come get the kids. Cause I, I know my, I know me. It's great makeup sex. <laughs> and anyway, um, long story short, after my dad talked sense into me and I started thinking, I was like, yeah, okay, this is a new adventure. So I started thinking about it that way, thinking outside the box. And went, long story short, obviously we went. We did. And it was challenging. And we grew together. And it was a great experience. It was a great experience. And I wouldn't change anything. Grow, like, 
Right. To experience a new place without anybody else. And yeah. So, well, we did not have anybody else. Jeff. You know we what I mean? We had your though. family. It was, like your it whole was, family. I'm was talking about there. like we didn't have friends were moving. To, you know, we just had my What family. are friends? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I know what you mean. So it was a different world. It but was, it was still it was thinking, really cool. It was taking our small daughters because Nate wasn't here at the it time. Was, it was thinking yeah. outside the box. It was moving and starting this new adventure in which we did, which we ultimately came back to West Virginia. We did. And I think even then I was like, I'm not going back to West Virginia. That's over my dead body. And you, were, here. you were upset again. So that's why I always say. Just like you did back in the day, I'm going to pull rank one day and be like, oh, Jeff, can you put your spaghetti down for a second? We're going to the beach. Oh, no, no, no. Not on a trip, babe. Not on a trip. Oh, like the truck's coming and we're moving. Dude, so, oh, I didn't talk to you about it. I didn't ask you. I didn't confide in you. Oh, no, we're just going. We're going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to call because, you know, one's not one of us is not better than the other. No, um, hey, you, you throw it all together and you have it set. I'm good to go, man. You get that house lined up, job lined up. You didn't have a house road. lined up. You had a job lined up. Yeah. But well, we did get a house. It was a good, it was a good experience. So I think that's what stepping outside of the box. So maybe it's opening a business. And another stepping outside of the box was when I quit my job as a paralegal. I did not mean to just sniff in the phone and the, and the microphone like that. When, when I quit my paralegal job and just, I literally walked out. What's my computer? It's doing? the screen. It's the. The cord. No, it's not. I anyway, it was rubbing up no, there. I don't think so. It does that sometimes. Um, I literally quit my job and I walked out and I started my Ange Fitco business. That's thinking outside the box, and we were in that together as well. Oh, so yeah. we planned for it for yeah. quite a while before you jumped. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that's, that's all a good. Me. Good. That's it. That's some examples. Good thinking outside the box or doing outside the Do box. Do you have any other thing to add to thinking outside the box other than hiking? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I love to hike. Don't get me wrong. Hiking's awesome. It's a new adventure. Okay, the last one, and then we'll wrap this podcast up. Is this is a big one, mm. and I think this is a big one for you that you didn't do for a long time, but now you do pretty well. Pretty well. Um, right. Being able to admit mistakes and to talk about them. We all screw up. Learning to understand and let go of mistakes that you or your partner make will turn your life around and give you more time for joy. That's true. It's true. That's true. That's good point. It's hard to admit when you're wrong. It's very hard to admit when you're wrong, especially when you're not wrong that often. Oh, my God. It's it really hard. Are you, are you being serious you right now? I mean? See what I'm talking about? That's what I dealt with. <laughs> no, he's joking right now, but for a long time, that was your mentality. It was. Can you not admit that? I mean, let's go ahead and practice number 10 right now. I can admit it. Yeah, I've always, I've admitted it for a while now. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to admit when you're wrong. It's not easy. No, it's not. And it also, not only is it not easy to admit what you're wrong, but when, because I'm a wrong a lot. So I'm good at admitting when I'm wrong, but then talking about it. Like sometimes you just want to admit it and like hide under a rock. Like yeah, let's just move on. Like I just I, I, and not talk about it. Right. But if you don't talk about it, what good is even really admitting it? It's just not going anywhere. And then resentment's going to build, just like you, Jeff said earlier. True, that's very true. That's a good point. Damn resentment. I hate that. Resentment scares me more than probably almost anything. Resentment's rough, man. It's a secret killer. And that's what I told. It's like a quiet killer. It is. It really honestly is. In any it, relationship. Resentment can be fixed, but once it gets to, what's the word? What's the? What's the oh. Contempt. Contempt. Yeah. Once you get to contempt, it's over. You're done. Forget it. 
Right. So that's what I, I, I told, I mean, cause it's like I said, it's for any relationship. I told Brooke when she had the baby that, you know, I'm going to be here. I'm going to help. I'm going to do everything I can. But if I ever step over the line, then you need to let me know because I don't want you to not tell me because I'm your mom and you're thinking you're disrespecting me. Hold it in and build resentment towards me. Right. Um, it's bad. That's bad. Yeah, Luella on our TikTok made a great point. Resentment and guilt are silent killers of relationship. Listen, Absolutely. I can talk a whole freaking podcast and a half or two podcasts by myself on resentment and guilt namely guilt it will not only kill your relationship but guilt will kill your spirit promise absolutely promise so that is a very good point but yeah admitting when you're wrong and talking about it have a having dialogue and it might start as a fight and that's okay that's okay it's it's healthy to fight right it's healthy to have disagreements um, it's just what you do with those and right. the outcomes of those. And it might start out yelling and screaming and being ugly, but then do you come back around and sit down and have an actual civilized conversation? Cause I can get fired up. I know, I know yeah, that's we hard get to fired up. It can get crazy. Jeff can even get fired up. There well, are so I was, many people. I always was taught that there's no rules to, to, to fighting. And then now I've learned there are rules to fighting. There are so many people and so many of our friends that think, I can't picture Jeff being mad. Like he's so laid back and he's so calm and collected. And he just, Never. he's so like laid back in this and that. And he is, he is for the most part, but he definitely, he can show up to a fight. I could show up to a fight. He can I get fired to. up. If I get, if he can I get, get fired up. If I get fired up, I can get like anybody. I have a feeling. Um, Luella also said, you can't be afraid to fuss and fight with your person. If not, then they are, are they really your other half? That's true. It's true. That's true. If you can't just get through, you know, you can't, you have to be able to, to fight and then figure it out and then make up about it and I think and the work biggest, it out. The biggest compliment and the most crucial compliment you can give to the person that's your person. Here's what it is for me. And I think this is key, is when somebody says, I can be myself completely around this person. That's true. I hold my tongue on TikTok. I hold my tongue around my family. You I don't hold, hold my your tongue. tongue on TikTok. Yes, I oh, do. Oh, well, yeah, you do. I mean, with her, yeah, I mean, you do. I don't ever have to stress. And I see so many people that have to worry about what they say in front of their spouse. That's true. You know what I mean? And, and be themselves. I'm like, but that's you, bro. Like, that's you on the golf course. That's you when we're hanging out, having beers. That's you. But when you get home, it's not you because you have to be a certain person for her to accept you. And I don't, and I'm saying that from my side because that's my experience with friends. I know that men are like that too. They don't let, they don't allow women to be certain ways. They don't let them express things. They don't let them act certain ways. And I think that's a killer of relationships. You've got to be yourself you've got to let you if if she didn't let me be myself i would explode but i'm certain there's a lot of people out there that i could date if i were single that i would be scared to be myself oh there are so many okay i'm gonna give you two sides there's so many women out there that could not handle your sense of humor i'm not tooting my own horn i'm just saying there's a lot of women that 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 don't understand your sense of humor and think it's crude and horrible and not at all nice I, I some things you say i don't think are funny but they can handle it. 
<laughs> Example. Example. No, I think un- Jay Mega says unfiltered Hefe is hilarious. I agree. Uh, now, sometimes I think he goes overboard. I'm like, oh my gosh, why does everything have to do with sex? But I don't, but it, it's not to the point of like, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of women would be like that, would just be like, I can't handle you. There's a lot of men that couldn't handle me. Um, I'm very, I'm very outgoing. I make friends really easily. I don't discriminate if you're a man or a woman. I'm going to talk to you um, unless you cross the line, obviously. And there's a lot of men out there that couldn't handle me being at a bar and somebody talking to me and I'm chatting with them just like a few weeks ago when Jeff was parking the car and I sat by this guy at the bar saving Jeff a seat and he chatted with me. He was like, are you from here? We were chit-chatting. I went to the bathroom I tonight t- and came out and you had drinks. <laughs> I told Jeff we were chit-chatting. He's not going to be like, what are you talking about? He getting all mad. Some guys would. Some guys would or some you know, significant others of your other half would have a huge jealousy problem. Jeff's not a jealous person. No. So it works for me because I'm just that way. And for him to try to change me not to be that way wouldn't be fair for me to try to change his sense of humor. That wouldn't be fair because that's not him. Like you'd be living in a prison if your other, if your significant other wouldn't allow you to be be the way that you are. Are there lines? Of course. I'm not saying I'm going to go up and straddle a guy at the bar and be like, Hey, of course there's lines. That's the thing though. And I think there are lines and I think there are lines where there's, and people would say that spouses are there to make you better, but, and they are. And I think that 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 you do that. I think that you you've you've helped me in situations center myself <laughs> when it's necessary. Oh sure, and you in situations because sure. you're like, hey, I'm your homie here. Like yeah. I'm your sidekick. I want to keep you from getting us and yourself into something. Right. Just like I would keep you if you were had a few drinks. Well, and you've had and to. You went to straddle a guy. <laughs> I would be like, eh, I'm not jealous, but I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> There was the time and specifically. I'm not, I'm, I'm not keeping you from being yourself. I'm keeping you from being <laughs> regretful in the morning. There was the time specifically in Atlanta. I'll never remember. I'll never forget. I had, had a lot to drink. And when I have a, a lot to drink, I get handsy with everybody. Yeah, and he said I was trying to get pins out of somebody. Like the, I was asking for pins. I don't know what I was doing. But I remember him specifically saying, Angie, you've had enough. It's time to go. And I knew what that meant. I, I was getting, a, I was going to get myself into trouble, not trouble, trouble, but you know what I mean? And I would have done the same with him. Just like I've shut his right. live down before when Steven was here and he was doing Hefe After Dark. Sure. We all know what Hefe After Dark is. If you don't know on the podcast, it's when he goes live on TikTok and he's had a lot to drink and his sensor is off. It is hilarious. But no, and it was going to get good, but my, but I didn't want your TikTok to get shut down. So I had to take it upon myself to turn it off. God bless you. <laughs> So that's kind of what we're talking about. Um, yes, Luella nailed it right there. Allow them to be themselves, but not disrespectful. That's exactly. Good. I like it. Exactly. So anyway, I think this was a good list from. Oh, sorry. Wow. Hey, Gee, I just had there the you burps. go. I had those Pull two. it Listen, together, lady. I wasn't trying to drink two seltzers tonight. Oh, hardcore. Um, but Jeff is right. He went to the bathroom and some old man brought me a drink right at the time. He brought me a drink like he bought for me and to sit it down. Jeff comes in. He's like, Oh, Hey buddy. Hey, what are you drinking? <laughs> what are you drinking? It was hilarious. He was actually a really nice guy. He kissed Jeff, um, on the cheek a couple of times. A couple of times. Yeah. He gave had us a few some drinks. high fives. He gave us a lot um, of high fives. He rubbed is, my shoulder a few times. I don't know if you know this, but high um, fives in the bar get weird after about three. I'm just saying. Well, especially when you do the double high fives. Like if you're just going to high five, but he like had it like 
like he double high five. It was great. It was great. He was a nice man. He bought us both a drink. He's, yeah, he did. He's a very nice man. I hope to run into him again at the bar. He kept saying how gorgeous we were. And I'm like, dude, is drunk? Because I, I mean, it, we're drinking. not bad looking, but man, he would not stop. I'm like, oh my God. Like, like you've had things from psychology today, I believe it was. I think that they were very, very accurate. And, and a list that, I, I you know, would we, give them a pretty good grade. We, they should have consulted me first. Because I could have tweaked it a little. I'm sure you could have. You know what I mean? You could have. Um, it's a list that we need to revisit from time to time and make sure we're checking off all 10 um, boxes there. So, anyway. I agree. All right. It's been all a good right. podcast. This was fun. Thanks, y'all. Peace. <laughs>